0: Better Together, a joint episodic podcast. Episode 2 Sin, Sober, and Evil Doer with Josh and Cindy. Thank you for tuning in to another joint episode between Josh C. Jones of the podcast From My Standpoint and Cindy Carpenter of the podcast Bold Identity, Bold Belief. And don't forget that you can visit both shows at the website, www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from, T-H-E-I-R, standpoint.com.
1: Yes, or you can find both shows, Bold Identity, Bold Belief, and From My Standpoint, on your favorite podcast app. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, 24. And we are rejoicing and glad that another show has decided to make The www.fromtheirstandpoint.com, their home. That show is Disnerd Chat, discussing everything Disney. And we are rejoicing and so glad that you are joining us again. We hope to be able to do a a few of these joint episodes a year. We think that they're a great way to combine our talents and to get a very good and worthwhile message out to people. Talents. Doesn't Josh write these episodes? Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. Romans twelve six. But yes, random voice of questions, he does. And didn't Josh create characters
2: to help liven up episodes and make them at least a little more entertaining?
0: <laughs> yes, I did. And that was the hope, random voice of questions.
1: But sometimes it could be annoying, isn't that right, random voice of questions?
3: That would be what we would call a burn.
1: You are smart and correct, random voice of reason. What about me? Uh, no comment.
0: (coughs) (coughs) If you all are done playing, may I proceed with the show, please? Truly, it was you who was
3: playing, Josh, for you wrote the script. (laughs)
1: I really like this random voice of reason. What about me? No comment.
0: (sighs) Anyway, I would like to take a look at a different perspective for us than the one we are often offered by some of our political leaders, the media, and the entertainment business. And that is angry, turbulent, agitated, unhinged, foolish, short-sighted, unreasonable, irrational, hatred, and fear.
1: Whoa! Ah, Josh, it says in Romans 16, verses 17 and 18, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them, for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites, and by smooth talk and flattery they deceive the hearts of the naïve. So, I'm not sure spreading negativity, hopelessness, hate, and division is a good perspective to be offering our listeners.
0: Whoa, whoa, what? Oh, no, 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 no. That is not what I meant. I didn't mean that I wanted to change the perspective to be angry or foolish or unreasonable or fearful. Uh, what, what I meant is that uh, that was what we were mostly being fed. I want to look at diff- a different perspective. That is uh, one of light, one of hope, one of courage.
1: Oh that makes more sense, because as it says in Second Timothy one seven, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and of love and of self control.
0: Exactly. We have a brain that allows us to learn and grow and hopefully distinguish between fact and fiction. We have a spirit that, if we let it, helps us discern between good and evil. We have a mind to try and understand and bring faculty to our thoughts. We have emotions and feelings to help us share sympathy with others. And we have free will to choose to be in control of such and use it for good and positivity, or to relinquish such such control to our temporary and volatile emotions and feelings and use it all for negativity and evil. We do
3: have a choice in everything we do in life. Our emotions are no exception, nor are they any true justification for evil.
1: Not bad, Random Voice of Reason. That is true. We want to be persons of hope, persons of light, persons of control. We want to be, and we hope that everyone would want to be, sober persons.
0: Absolutely. That is why we want to speak about the self-inspired narratives. We want to speak about being sober. We want to speak about being good and not evildoers.
2: May I interrupt for a moment and ask, what inspires you to write
0: these shows? <laughs> yes, you may, random voice of questions. Um, I like to read a lot, and I like to listen to other viewpoints, and some are just, well... I'm actually not quite sure how some reach the conclusions that they do, but it is still interesting. So really, I guess it is through life. For example, this episode was inspired by the book A Great Awakening is Coming by Mike Evans. In the book, Mr. Evans talks about the current pandemic and the virus that is hitting the globe, but he does so through a positive and hopeful perspective that is based on as the title states, a great awakening, that is, a faith-based awakening where we realize our faults, tear down our idols, repent, and turn back to prayer and God, rather than turning to and putting complete trust in, that is, making idols of, our churches or pastors or political leaders or perceived enlightened education.
1: Really? I have not read this book yet, but it does sound interesting.
0: It is very interesting. In fact, um, I was only about 30 pages into the book when I had already written down uh, three great wisdoms that lit the fire for this episode. What are these
2: three great wisdoms?
0: Thank you for asking, Random Voice of Questions. I will tell you. They are uh, what he described in the book as an acronym for SIN, Self-Inspired Narratives, And then the two words sober and evildoer.
1: Well, I don't drink, so I think I have the sober part covered. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure if that was because my joke was funny or the audience thinks I do drink. Well, Cindy, there is no real audience when recording, so
2: I wonder if it is the latter.
3: When you let Josh be in charge of the sound and scripting, you will get lame jokes like that one.
1: <laughs> I really, really, really like this random voice of reason. But seriously, getting back to the subject matter, self-inspired narratives? What is that?
0: Oh, um, yes. Uh, as Mike Evans says in his book, A Great Awakening is Coming, on page 23, I believe it was, quote, You tell your stories of success. You only tell the part that makes you look good. You don't want to tell them the rest of the stuff, End quote. Uh, One of the many, many examples would be politicians. I mean, how many times have they done immoral, unethical, and just things that we might call evil, such as, and this is not to score any political points or anything, it's just a fact that illustrates this point, but... The mayor's order requiring nursing homes to admit coronavirus-positive patients, thus infecting those that were at the highest risk, resulting in thousands and thousands of unwarranted and needless death. But ignoring that fact and blaming others for that mistake and then claiming credit and accepting credit from controversial sources for proper handling of the virus, even with, as the New York Times posted on April twenty-second, 2020, the highest number of COVID-19 deaths and according or accounting for 37% of all U.S. deaths at that time from the virus.
1: Uh, yeah, not going political, huh? <laughs> I,
0: I try not to, but come on, politicians have some of the best examples for a lot of this stuff. Anyway... With the self-inspired narratives, we are glossing over the heartache and sacrifice and risk and hard work and time that it takes for these successes to be reached in our lives.
1: Kind of like that image of the iceberg where the top part is sticking out of the water and that is the success that we see, but underneath, extending three or four more times the length, and that is all the trials and failures and sacrifices and discipline that the person has to go through. To reach that small portion of success? Exactly.
0: And as he states uh, in the book, a great line on page 61 that I really, really, really do wish that I had thought of and said first, but, quote, there is a difference between what we see and what is really taking place, end quote.
1: Sometimes that is true. We can only interpret what we see based on the little bit of information we are presented with at that time.
0: Yeah. We, more often than not, interpret what we see based on our current understanding, our perception, our bias, rather than objective reason. Uh, I have begun to say this often in my shows, and I think it fits here, too. For some reason, we tend to ignore or just do not like context.
1: And that is why it is important to be honest and seek the truth.
3: And it is important for people to hear the whole story before making irrational judgments and jumping to conclusions.
2: Is this why some lives are destroyed? Because of sin?
3: Self-inspired narratives, alone and without context, do lead some to jealousy, to covetedness, to a thought process of the
0: ends justifies the means. Yeah, I would agree with that random voice of reason.
1: Yeah, without the full story and without the context, we lose important inspirational aspects of the narrative. We lose the part about perseverance through adversity, about success through perceived failure, and about repentance and salvation and victory from immorality and wicked ways. Matthew seven twenty one 21-23 states,
2: What about the sober comment? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, we should be sober in our lives, especially in times of struggle and uncertainty like we have been in in 2020 with the pandemic.
1: By your endurance, you will gain your lives. That's found in Luke 21 9. We must have endurance for this life and for all the uncertainty and struggles. Yes,
0: yes. Like I said, this is a great book by Mike Evans. In there, he explains the uh, Greek meaning for sober. It is to be calm, to be collected, to have good sense, to have good judgment. As he says, it is to be level-headed in times of distress. These are the complete opposite perspectives of what I mentioned earlier that we get bombarded with from the media, from the entertainment business, and from some of our political leaders.
1: If we want to be able to have discernment, if we want to be able to research and think critically and objectively, if we want to be able to, as Josh states in his book, Entrepreneur, Five Characteristics of the Successful and Respected... Really, Josh?
0: (laughs) It's kind of become a thing now.
1: Whatever. As I was saying, quote... Make the difficult decisions in a quick and timely manner with the knowledge and understanding we have at that moment. End quote. Then we must try and remain in control of our emotions and feelings, and we must try and remain sober.
3: Fear can cause panic attacks, and it does cause stress, which lowers the immune system and can have negative effects on the body
0: mind and spirit so true random voice of reason and thank you so much cindy for plugging my book (laughs) that was very nice of you
1: no problem now you just need to publish it so other people can read it too
0: cindy
3: is correct josh if you do not publish your book then other
0: people cannot read it
1: i like it when he says i'm correct
0: (sighs) Alright. We we need to remember that even in those times and troubles when we feel like we have no control, like when Cindy rags on me here, we are not completely <laughs> helpless.
1: As the Bible states in first Peter five seven, cast all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. God is always with us. He is always with you, but he gives us free will. That means we must repent of our sins and we must ask him into our lives. He wants to help us and to be part of our lives, but he will not force himself upon us. God is a perfect gentleman, and it must be our choice. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him, and he with me. That's Revelation 3.20.
0: And I must agree with random voice of reason. Uh, You are right here, Cindy. We get to choose. Where will we put our attention? Will it be in the negative? Will it be in the violence? Will it be in foolish, irrational fear? Or will we put our attention on what is just, what is right, on hope and positivity?
1: And can I say something else here?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: As I say in my book, Miracles Now, hey, where's that cha-ching sound?
0: <laughs> oh, uh, that's something specifically for my books. You know, kind of a uh, sonic branding, as I've heard it called.
1: You've heard it called? ha ah. Oh, well. As I say in my book, Miracles Now, that is, Miracles Now by Cindy M. Carpenter, quote, religion is always trying to get people to jump through hoops. Because people who are not free are afraid of those people who are truly free. Religion says you must do in order to be, and the Word of God says you must be in order to do. End quote. We don't necessarily need to follow some five step program or seven keys to be free from foolish, short sighted, unreasonable, irrational anger, hatred, and fear. We just need to be filled with the peace and joy by simply making that choice to be. Then we will do what others cannot because they are tethered to that anger and hate and fear.
0: That is very well said. (laughs) And I like how you plugged your book, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious about the other word. What did you mean when you said evildoer?
1: I can answer that, random voice of questions. In Revelation 21.8, it says, But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And First Peter 4.15 adds, But let none of you suffer, as a murderer, or a thief, or an evildoer, or as a meddler.
0: <laughs> wow. um, Cindy, you are like a biblical fortune cookie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't kidding when you said that you really liked that laugh track.
0: <laughs> nope. I really, really like that laugh track. And let me add on to what you just said about the word evildoer, something else I learned in Mike Evans' book, A Great Awakening is Coming, And that is what he says, and I quote, In the original Greek language, the word evildoer referred to a worker of iniquity or a worker of lawlessness. End quote.
1: A worker of iniquity and a worker of lawlessness. That is interesting. What does a worker of iniquity mean? Well, random voice of questions, iniquity means wickedness, sin, or a gross injustice. So a worker of such things is one who exalts and participates in sin, in wickedness, which is immoral deeds, and unethical acts of injustice.
0: And as I say in one of my future episodes of From My Standpoint, justice, everyone wants it, everyone says they fight for it, everyone agrees justice should be served for all, but We do not agree on what justice really is.
1: Hey, where was the sound effect? That that cha-ching?
0: That's reserved just for the
2: books. Isn't injustice the administration of what is just? Sure.
0: But does everyone agree with what you define as just? You know, this is for another podcast show that is already written, so let's just move on a bit here, because I... Really don't want to spoil everything before that episode is released.
1: Good point. Okay, but can you
2: tell me what is meant by a worker of lawlessness?
1: You better let me handle this one, Josh. We don't want to get into another long political topic here.
3: Cindy is correct again, Josh. This is the time for you to keep your mouth shut.
1: Oh, I really like this random voice of reason. Anyway... Lawlessness is just what it says it is. It is the opposite of following the law. For Christians, that is God's law in the Bible. And for all of us, society, that is the law of the land.
0: Yeah, we should not be conformed by the slick tongue and divisive tactics of the enemy and fall into their trap of becoming evil doers.
1: Yes, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now... He commands all people everywhere to repent. That's in Acts 17.30, the New Testament.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Like I said, Cindy, a biblical fortune cookie. Break you open and scripture just comes flowing out. All right. Anyway, in other words, we should turn away from our choices of willingly moving toward negativity, toward hate, toward foolishness, uh, toward short-sightedness, unreasonable, irrational hatred and fear, and instead turn toward positivity toward hope and love and most importantly we should do our best to not willfully fall back into the idol of self-inspired narratives and the negative yet entertaining evil doer mask
1: yes it is a time for change it is a time for deep and honest reflection of self it is a time for revival It's a time for a great awakening.
0: (laughs) That was a really nice plug, and that's not even my book or your book. Good job.
1: (laughs) Thanks. It's a great script.
0: (laughs) Thank you. And uh, don't forget to check out the website, www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T-H-E-I-R standpoint.com to hear some great material from other fantastic podcasts hosted on that site.
1: Yes, shows like mine, Bold Identity, Bold Belief, and Josh's, From My Standpoint, and Jen and Hay's, Diznerd Chat. And remember to subscribe to my show, Bold Identity, Bold Belief, on your favorite podcast app.
0: Ah, yes, and subscribe to my show as well, From My Standpoint, on your favorite podcast app.
1: Hey, don't forget the dad joke,
0: Josh.
3: Cindy is correct. Again. Do not forget the
0: part everyone has been waiting for. You said that just so random voice of reason would say you were correct again, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. We all can agree that we would like to see more light, more hope more courage, more love, and more of walking on the right path in our world. This all begins with us, in our lives. If each person, individually, makes the decision to change their perspective and look toward good, toward hope, toward the right path, then they can change their world and influence the world around them for the better. But in order to begin achieving this in our lives— We must first be honest and identify its opposite. If we cannot agree on what is wrong, what is bad, what is evil, then we certainly cannot agree on what is right, what is good, what is moral. It is in these difficult, adverse, and trying times that we are challenged to our core and our foundation is shook. And this is where we stand firm or we allow human emotion to make us fume. And just like the creation of holy water, we too can be purified again by boiling the hell out of us. Better Together, a joint episodic podcast.